Hello, friends and family, and welcome back to the motherfucking I don't know podcast. If my listening to this. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think any of my family members listen to the podcast. I hope not. Well, I don't think we talk about your bad family's things. quite uh, open-minded compared to my family. Oh, hundred percent. I just got shit-faced with my parents last night. Yeah, it was really an interesting time. Very interesting. That's like I don't know. I think my voice is the, the sound because I don't feel sick at any means. I think it's just a combination of I started feeling like I lost a little bit of my voice on Friday, so I think it might have been because of Bert. Mm-hmm. And then at the bar, unfortunately, me and my mom were those two drunk bitches. I wish we weren't, but we were. We one hundred percent were. Mm. I do not know why my dad decided to wrangle us. I literally was so funny because I got we went to Mexican which was funny because then you ended up being there yep. because my mom was like you know some people and I was like oh shit that's my best friend what's popping um and I was drinking water and then mom and dad were like what are y'all gonna drink and I was like no I'm not really feeling it and mom's like what the fuck <laughs> and like got mad and so then they called over the waiter because like we know him um like not super well but he's always there mm-hmm. and um I was like I don't have my ID on me and mom's like he knows that you're of age. Like, you've drank here before. Like, he knows you. And I was like, I know, but I just don't want them to be. And he's like, so she's like, hey, well, you, you know she's old enough, right? He's like, yeah. She's like, so you don't need to see her ID? He's like, no, she's fine. Like, Lacey's drank here before. So then I got a margarita. And then my mom was like, we should go to Ernie's and finish, like, keep drinking. And we did. And they had these drinks called the Easter Bunny, which is really good because um, the waitress there, or not waitress, the bartender there, again, she was like, my mom did the same thing because I didn't have my ID. So she's like, you know my daughter's old enough, right? And Kaylin's like, yeah. And so mom's like, okay. And she's like, what do you want to drink? I was like, I don't really even know. Like something mixed, honestly. I probably should just stick to that. And she was just like, okay, well, what do you like? And I told her about my Malibu drink. She's like, well, we have the Easter Bunny, which was Malibu, strawberry, and then pink lemonade. And it was really good. Um, I had like five of them. <laughs> but then mom just kept calling it because my mom was drunk as hell. Mom just kept going, Kaylin, Lacey needs another pink pussy. And I'm like, mom, it's Easter Bunny. She went from Easter Bunny to then she thought it was pink bunny. And then she just kept going, pink pussy. And I was like, mom, that's not what I'm drinking. She's like, well, you have a pink pussy, don't you? And I'm like, <laughs> it was so bad. At one point in the car, it was like those jokes where you're like, okay, you guys can stop now. You're my parents. Because... <laughs> um. We said something about mom sucking dick, and she was like, oh, oh, goodness. I've been doing that for 43 years. She was talking about something. I was like, what, sucking dick? She's like, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> it was just too much. Too much, because then my dad would chime in, and I'm like, stop. <laughs> stop. You're my father. This is weird. So it was a very, very interesting night. The whole night. situation's weird. You just yeah. don't think the whole situation's weird. And then I got home, and I was really drunk, so I luckily made myself a liquid IV, and went upstairs and with some snacks but for some godforsaken reason drunk witchy lacy was like i should read tarot (laughs) and i really fucking wish i would have had like a camera hidden because i guarantee that was the funniest fucking reading that i've ever tried because like i'm novice like i literally still have to look up the meanings i just started doing it like a week or two ago but like literally i'm like what the fuck am i doing i had my like it was just it would have been a lot and then i just put on the house bunny and went to bed (laughs) what a weird movie to fall asleep to yeah but i just i saw it on hbo max and i was like sure but julie and my mom had an interesting conversation yeah well first of all i walked in and people yelled my name and normally um i would avoid that and act like i had absolutely no fucking idea that someone was yelling my name because that's just what i do when i go Mm -hmm. out in public we talked about that we talked about in the last episode yeah how i've mastered just looking straight through people like i don't know them 
And I fully had full intentions on doing that. And then I heard Teresa. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, those are familiar voices. Yeah. And I turned and it was the Evans fam. Mm-hmm. So I went and sat down and Lacey comes over and she's already fucking drunk. And she's like, mom's over there talking about sucking dick. <laughs> and I was like, oh, great. I was like, sucking your dad? She's like, I don't know. I guess. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so then I get a text message from T-Bird. Mind you, the last time T-Bird and I talked was when she told me she was picking up her, sc- her prescriptions at Kroger. <laughs> and then I get, whatever Lacey told you is a lie. <laughs> and I was like, heard you've been sucking dick for dimes, T-Bird. <laughs> she said. These are three separate messages. Okay. <laughs> Not dimes, jewels, with a bunch of exclamation points. I'm living the dream, all capital. <laughs> and then she said, I don't puff Peter's. And then she said, sorry, I'm ruining date night. <laughs> and then I said, okay, whatever you say. I said, puff him, just don't pass him. She's like, yuck, with a puke emoji. <laughs> nice. Caleb's like, that's a weird conversation you're having. And I'm like, mm, you wouldn't get it. Have you met Teresa? <laughs> you wouldn't get it. Well, no, it doesn't matter because sometimes your mom's very much like a lady. And oh then other God, times she's like, yeah, I suck dick in the 90s. Yeah it's so crazy we know she doesn't suck dick now because she told me she doesn't let your dad get that close to her yeah yeah she told me that at a hair appointment yeah it's a lot it was a lot to unpack and like like i said it's just so funny because my mom is hilarious but like sometimes she's like real fun because like last night i posted a tiktok and it posted on instagram as well because it was really funny my mom there's like this filter on tiktok that like says what age your face is and it said she was 32 and she got really excited she's like fuck yeah and so she let me post it probably because she was drunk um but then it got her talking because she was talking about like because my mom's gotten really into homesteading youtubers and podcasters which i love anything that isn't her thinking that like crazy shit's going on because my mom got a little too deep into a lot too deep really um with like a lot of the conspiracies going around like especially around the pandemic and stuff i was really worried for her mental state for a while so i'm really happy that now most of her content she consumes is just homesteaders on youtube like Mm -hmm. i'm fine with that because they're just like you know my mom's already been a canning person so like i don't care that that's what like that's great that she watches that but she wants to do it and I was like well I'll help you like or we can make it a part of my channel on YouTube like blah 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 we did a freeze drying video and so I'm gonna post that eventually but like um she was just talking about them and she's like it's just so crazy because I watch them and then they'll collaborate and I was like well yeah that's what Christine's doing because I'll tell the podcast because I don't it's not it doesn't need to be a big secret because she's been out before but Christine Snaps is coming back to the farm and so I was like trying to explain to my parents letting them know that you know Christine would be staying with us and everything and explaining which one was Christine because I've had a good bit of influencer friends to the house so i had to try to like explain who was who um and it was just so funny because my mom was just like that's so cool so you got i'm like yeah like you know we're gonna collab i was like our our audiences really like when we collab and they like the videos and we really enjoy each other christine was one of like my first internet friend and i really enjoy christine and it was just so funny because then i told mom i was like she's way more famous than me and my mom's like what i'm like mom in the grand scheme of things my in my tiktok and instagram following is very small she was like, really? I was like, mom, there's a girl named Charlie D'Amelio has over 150 million followers on TikTok. She was like, oh my God. I was like, yeah, mom. I was like, I'm... But she's a robot. <laughs> she's not a real person. I was like, so I was like, yeah, mom. I was like, I'm grateful for my following. I was like, but I don't want you to think your daughter is like the coolest fucking thing ever. I was like, because there are way bigger fish than me. I was like, so she was like, oh, wow. So Christine does, I was like, she does comedy, like skit stuff. I was like, our comedy really meshes well together, though, so people really like it. And it was just so funny, though, because Teresa, 
secretly wants to be a YouTuber really bad. And I'm like... She could be one of our boomtubers. I know. She really does. She's like, they do this kind of stuff on YouTube all the time. Or she'll be... I'll walk in and she's... I bought her AirPods because I was tired of hearing that fucking shit when it was the conspiracy stuff. So then I never know if she's listening to me or not because her AirPods are in all the time because she's a listener. But at least she has the decency of like putting AirPods in though, which is nice because then I don't have to hear whatever she's blasting at full volume talking about preserving random shit <laughs> my mom's an interesting gal yeah she's a weird one yeah she was talking about what we should name our channel if we did homesteading and i can't she said something about unhinged homesteading which i liked or i like half-ass homesteading because like we are a little bit of like little house on the prairie shit but we also are very modern like we're nice mix like my mom will crack a fucking mountain dew while she's talking about how you shouldn't add preservatives <laughs> <laughs> like added flavors. Yeah. She's a very interesting little quirky gal. She's a weird one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the love in the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love her, but I can admit she's a little she's a little special. She's a little weird. She's not sucking dick for dime. She's a well off lady apparently. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. just doing it for free. Yeah. She's living the dream. All yeah. cap. I guess. It was a very I'm gonna get a bumper night. sticker made for your mom that says I suck dick for dimes in the nineties. I love that. Honestly, probably 80s. Mm, She's old. Probably 80s and 90s. Yeah. Um, literally, what I felt so bad. Because like I said, we were just very drunk. Because those pink bunnies were so good. Or Easter bunny. Not pink pussy. The Easter bunnies were genuinely so good. And I just kept drinking them. And I do not have much of a tolerance anymore because of Lexapro. So like... And I don't drink that often anyway. So I was very drunk. Um... And my brother, because I don't, I didn't tell you this part. So we're drinking. First of all, my mom's and dad's friend, their son, who is 38 and has two kids. My mom was aggressively trying to hook me up with him. And I was like, mom, please stop. What are you doing? You need to chill. She's like, sorry. I know. I know. (laughs) She's just so drunk. And then at the end of the bar, my brother's ex-fiance came up. Mm. And I have nothing against her. Where was her man's? Well, she was after she had just got off a shift Mm. and just had like a beer. And it was funny because my mom is really drunk. And I was like, oh, mom, they're so and so. And we have no bad blood with this person that my brother, like they were together years ago. They broke up, wasn't good for each other. But now we still keep some contact with this person. Um, My mom checks in with her every now and then. Like there's like there's no bad blood that she showed up or anything like that. But I was just like, oh, that's so and so. And I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not. And I was like, yeah, it is. And she acted so weird. So I bet my mom $600 that it was that person. And my dad was like, yeah, Teresa, it's that person. And then my the guy that mom was trying to set me up with was like, yep, that's so-and-so. Mom still didn't believe it, still didn't believe it. And she's like, well, she has kids. And I'm like, yeah, mom. And she can have a beer after work if she wants to. Your mom to. was also very shook that Caleb and I were out without Willie. I know. Like last night was throwing her off so bad, even though, mind you, this is your this is the woman who didn't take her kids to the grocery store. No. Also, I like listen. These are some of my favorite memories of my childhood. So I'm really not saying my parents were bad at all, but my parents were like partiers. They still are, obviously. And what we did was they would, which I think this is like kind of genius, but sucked for my sister. Um, is they would all just drop the kids off at our house when we were growing up because my sister was the oldest and my sister has always been a very responsible person and then we would all hang out and my sister would like because we were like I think I was the youngest at like probably seven or eight when this was going on so it's not like there was like babies in the house but they would go and like go out and have fun and then us kids would just stay at my house because like I said when I was seven my sister was 15 
And so we would all just hang out. And we loved it. Like, we played hide-and-seek in the dark. We built forts in the basement. Like, it was great childhood memories. Like, definitely fun. But, like, that's the kind of parents. Like, they they were very social. So it's so funny to be. My mom was just, like, losing her shit because she's like, well, so-and-so just she's got like four kids and i was like yeah mom and she has a husband who's probably with those kids they really have four kids i think so i don't think we had two Mm -mm. well she was talking about potentially adopting somebody so there's another one in the house that's not like out out of her necessarily but i do remember her saying that last night Mm -hmm. but then i felt bad because we were looking over there a lot and there was a friend with her and i was like oh my god i hope they don't think we're talking shit because obviously there is the you know because we really weren't so then to finally put it to bed my dad went over to her and was like we go over and say it's you because Teresa can't see and so she came over and she was like i knew you could she's like i waved but i knew you couldn't tell so then i made sure to tell her i was like just so you know you and your friend like that's the only reason we were looking over at you is because mom did not believe me because she's drunk and blind i was like we weren't she's like oh you're fine because i did i did feel bad i was like i don't want her to think that i'm like talking shit over here on the other side of the bar because i'm definitely not but it was just a wild wild night and i made my dad tip kaylin a hundred percent of our bill because my mom kept just kaylin kaylin and i was like mom shut the fuck kaylin loves me i was like she might but you also need to leave her the fuck alone because she's trying to work like leave her alone because mm. i could see it because i was drunk but i could still tell because like mom would be talking and kaylin would just like have her eyes wide or she'd like give my mom like a just a minute finger because my mom wasn't drinking because after her two margaritas i switched her to coke and kaylin brought it in a to-go cup i was like drink this and she's she got on mad and then like 45 minutes later she's like i'm glad you switched me over i'm like i know because i don't want to clean up your vomit <laughs> mm. That's disgusting. Not, we're not going to have that kind of a night. She's like, well, you still get to drink. I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, I do. I do. I don't even remember the last time I drank. <sighs> well, I was thinking about it. The last time that I drank enough to, like, drink, like, be more, like, because I don't even know. I Because I, when uh, Blaine and I went out, I had one margarita, but I wasn't, like, fucked up. I was buzzed. But before that, I think the last time awkwardly enough was when um i got drunk and shit went down with after that funeral when all the shit hit the fan you know what i mean what the fuck are you talking about i hit a deer oh okay saying it without saying it um I think that was the last time. And that time I got shit-faced. And honestly, I do think that's why I hadn't drank. Because, like, I've never, and Julie can attest, I don't think I've ever had an issue with over-drinking. I've always kind of been a pretty mild drinker. But I don't like, even though I wasn't the catalyst in that night, I do not like how I behaved that night. And so I was like, I yeah, no. Don't want to be like that again. Ever again. So... Uh, Lacey didn't used to be a calm drinker because Lacey used to be like, I'm just going to sip because I'm going to go home. And then some night she'd be like, I have a DD. And she would literally come to my house and want to take like six or seven shots. Yeah. Because if I And actually... then we wondered four years later where Emily got it from when she would do that. <laughs> so there might be an underlying issue you guys just haven't exposed yet. <laughs> there actually is alcoholism in our family. Um, Same. My problem is I would never have like a DD. And I'm not going to drive drunk, so I would do a lot of casual drinking where I would just come to Julie's house and have, like, maybe two beers over the span of several hours, maybe three, and then go home perfectly safe. But then if I had a DD, I'd get fucked up. 
because I knew I would like responsible, you know, I got pretty drunk. I've only ever blacked out like once though. So maybe twice. That? The one night, um, I brought the idiots. I blacked out that night. Mm-hmm. And then you definitely were gone that night. Yeah, I was gone. I clocked the fan. Clocked the fuck out. Yeah, when you were that crying night. about the fan. Yeah, that the night same I was night. Gone. Yeah, I think so. That night was bad. Yeah, because I had to tell dipshit to get you home. Yeah, that was bad. Bad night. Bad night. He for was Lacey. like, I don't know how to get back to her house. Like, well, <laughs> if I could figure it out, she's not puking on my floor. <laughs> that was a bad night. Bad, 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 bad. Dude, that one dude looks like Sean Evans from Hot Ones. And kind of sounded like him. Kind of. the best one out of all of them, honestly. Yeah, honestly. Wonder how he's doing. Hope he's doing well. I hope he. Uh, I hope he got a better haircut. Hopefully, if you're out there. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm trying to think if there's another night that I have. I definitely probably think there's one other night at least that I have. Oh, no. I don't think I still blacked out. Got really close that one Halloween where we were ceiling fans. I don't remember a lot from that night. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think I definitely probably... I I think think I... Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that because we went through our tire cooler. We drank so much that night. And then we went through somebody else's cooler. Yeah. And then we found a bottle, a big bottle of Bacardi Blue. (sighs) And we played flip cup with it. Yeah. It was bad. I was drunk enough that I was drinking beer because we finished the random Bacardi Blue on the table. Oh, my God. I do not know. Straight up, I do not know how we did that. Because we were fucking cool back then. We were. We were the life of the fuck party. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, my God. We were. My favorite part of that night. So, we went to this Halloween party and we were ceiling fans. So, we just had, we had sweatshirts that we made. We looked like cheerleaders, but we were there for the fan. Yeah. Like the ceiling fan. So, like, we were fans of ceilings. It was just, it was very cute. It was top notch. Yeah. It was very cute. We went all out. It was so fun. I Um, made tutus for both of us. Oh, yeah. Julie's a great, Julie has two exceptional, uh, not the only skill she has, but two very exceptional skills are tutu making and balloon arch making. Anyway, neither one are fun, but she's good at it. Damn it. So we are there. And my, one of my favorite parts of the night is me and Julie were already like very loosely good. Cause we didn't have to drive. We had a DD. Mm-hmm. So we felt good. We knew yeah, we could Caleb had to work the next day. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so he had to be our DD. So we're having a great fucking time. Okay. And at these parties that we would go to beer pong was like a big deal. Okay. Yeah. Beer pong is like serious as all get out that's we, all we ever had to do so we all got like stupid good at it yeah so we took okay. it fucking serious yeah it was very serious okay and so these two guys were playing and um we were like me and Julie, like we got next and like i said we're being typical like drunk bitches at a party we so were. these guys think that they have it in the bag because they've been running the table for at least a couple games and they're like fuck we're gonna beat these bitches like look how drunk they are me and julie were like okay we're not like amazing in our prime we were pretty good but not like crazy but for some fucking reason the stars align for a moment and we throw and we both make it so we're like balls back we both throw again we both make it again we're both like heating up we both throw and i think julie made it she's like i'm on fire (laughs) and i was their face their souls left their fucking who was it do you remember who it was it was jay's brother and then someone else i don't remember the other guy but they were dressed as plumbers i remember that or one of them was at least the other one was forrest gump yes yeah i think yeah yes i'm almost positive 
so funny. But it was hilarious because watching their souls absolutely leave their bodies. Nothing's better just... than taking a drunk man and just knocking him down a few pigs. Oh my god, it was so funny because they thought we were going to absolutely, they thought they were just going to mop the floor with us and we just fucking <laughs> own their asses. Mm-hmm. It was so crazy. Because I don't think we've ever played that well. Um, no. Remember that night of Loft's birthday party when I had just literally drove, I drove back from Gatlinburg Caleb and I drove back from Gatlinburg. We drove straight to Loft's house for mm-hmm. Loft's birthday party. We had a fucking piece of plywood. Oh, yeah. On no, we, saw horses or whatever. Yeah, because it don't matter. Yeah, yeah we, so, we were owning that shit. I don't know. Night. Lacey and I probably ran 12 games. Yeah. We were fucking on fire. It was crazy. My, Let's just honestly, let's just title this Lacey and Julie's party days. Um, Now, my most proud moment is when we went to this Halloween party this past year. And it's so funny, the difference between uh, how we used to party then versus now. Because we had Kaylee, our DD, and we dressed her up as Pitbull. And mm-hmm. it's honestly still one of the funniest fucking things yeah, I've ever I been a part I, of. Yeah, core memory. It was so fucking funny. Because Julie did like 99% of it because she's obviously a cosmetologist. So she laid the bald cap and like blended it. and did, like So she did like, like I said, 99 I just filmed it and was like pissing myself. And... So we get there, and Kaylee's our DD, but literally, I think me and you both had, like... We could have driven home. Oh, yeah. Like, we didn't drink that much, because we just don't. Like, there's just not a desire. I don't know if I could have driven home, because I, I was really set on getting a double quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah. You were you were feeling it, but I was feeling it, too. But, like, Kaylee drove, uh, Kaylee drove all of us home and then drove me home, because she stayed the night that night. Yeah. So I didn't have to worry about it. But I maybe had four, five beers, maybe. Um... But Kaylee had never played beer pong before, okay? And so she partners up with our friend Bustin, and we're, like, explaining the game to her, okay? She has no fucking idea. She's never played once in her life. She does flips and shit. Yeah. Not beer pong. And literally, first one makes it. And that bitch ran, like, six games in a row. Yes, she was a savant right out the gate. I kept telling everybody she was a savant. (laughs) Because the first people she played were Caleb and a friend of ours named Spency, who is ungodly good just naturally. He's just one of those people that just naturally is good at a lot of stuff. He's insanely good. And it's good fucking at, annoying, yeah. but it's it's he's very humble about it. So that yeah. makes it a little bit better. Yeah, he's very nice about it. But even he was shook. Because he's a good loser too, which is hard to find. I'm not. Him I flip Ka- tables. Yeah. Him and Caleb like are really good together, but it's nice because if they win, they're not complete dicks. And if they lose, they're not complete dicks. So they're my favorite team to play. I also love it because every time I swat the ball, Spency is very impressed, even though he knows I don't let balls bounce on me hardly. Unless I'm Spency really doesn't bounce balls unless he's really fucking drunk. Yeah, but he does. And then I swat it and he's always like, oh, he's shit. a sober bird now. Mm-hmm. But We're it was getting so old. funny, though, because Kaylee literally. like Yeah, she was back, 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 back. I was back. so proud. I was like, this is my kid. Look at her. Look at her go. And now she's 18 and I'm going to cry because like, why is my child so old? We went and got her. We did some birthday festivities for her yesterday. And then it was funny because I I was drunk enough to where I wanted to talk to people. So I was, luckily, I did, I FaceTimed people who I should FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Which I don't even think I have anybody on my phone that would be bad to FaceTime. But my sister texted me, so I called her. And so we were talking for a little bit. And then I called Kaylee because I was like, it's only 9.30. She might be, she's home. I'm like, you didn't do anything for your birthday? She's like, well, I did. But then I just came home. I'm like, look at you being responsible. Love that. So she did my whole nighttime routine with me. So I fed Doja. And then I like did, because I just, I just, when I'm drunk, I just, I like, 
I don't know. Sometimes it just depends. I think since I'm closer to my period, I kind of felt lonely, but not in a bad way. And I think that was where that Halloween night went bad. And I'm so glad that Emily was willing to call me because after all, but that was valid because all that shit went down, you know? Yeah. Um, but like last night, it wasn't that I was like Halloween. Sick. It was like around Halloween. I think it was like the week before. Yeah, it was because Thursday. Hit a deer was, thing? Huh? Is that what you're talking? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, hit a deer thing. Okay. Yeah, it yeah. was because it was that that visitation was Thursday and yeah. then um, Friday and Saturday were like when we celebrated Halloween. Sorry, I just I don't want to share that on here just because of reasons. Um, that's why I'm like being so vague with it. So I'm sorry, guys. But like, uh, that was just a bad time. But like when I'm drunk, sometimes I just like to chit chat. You know. I know. Tell that story. Because <laughs> that was the same. That was the night we were talking about when we were ceiling fans and we ran tables. Because for some reason, like I said, if I'm really, really drunk, I get very anxious. Only sometimes. It depends on how where I am on like how close I am to my cycle. And when I'm close to like when I'm supposed to be on my period, I will get extremely anxious when I'm super, super drunk. And I just want... This like, was also a few years ago where you were having a lot of like anxiety anyway. Yeah. About other shit going on. Yeah. In your life. Anyway, so we get home after the ceiling fan incident. After we've literally... my water real fast. Drunk rank our weight in whatever we can fucking find like oh we're God. like we're frat boys at the honestly we were frat boys so we come back to my house and Lacey's supposed to stay at my house well she decided she's not gonna do that sorry i'm yawning i'm tired she decided she's not gonna do that and i'm like i don't give a fuck what you do i'm going to bed so i go to the bedroom i i'm a naked sleeper completely naked i get all my clothes off Lacey's still talking to me and I'm like okay whatever I don't give a fuck because I'm anxious and I just want someone to talk right because she had called her mom to come pick her up so I'm laying on top the sheets like (laughs) on top the covers starred I am Patrick star in this shit just sitting there talking to me and that's the last thing I remember before I passed out yeah well because I like I said I was like because I just I get like I said I I was so drunk that I literally just was like, I just need to go home. I need to be in my environment. I hate this. Was that the same night? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. That was the same night because Caleb was our DD. Are you talking about church girl? Who the fuck's church girl? No, remember you? I should have gone to church like a good. Yeah, church. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, good. This is the same. This is the the party because Caleb. Caleb wasn't gonna go. Yeah. Because he had to work the next day mm-hmm. at like six a.m. Had to yes. work the next day. But he did, because he's a and good he man. drove us home. A good man, because he's a good dude. Um, he's a good man, Savannah. And I wake up sometime. I don't know in the morning ish. And I like I'm really fucking thirsty. Of course, I, I no fucking question as to yeah. why. <laughs> and because back then I was just getting fucked up and going to bed. I wasn't like you know popping a couple Advil, drugging the water before I went to bed. Mm-hmm. Snorting Pedialyte, like, what have you. I know last night I made myself a fucking, a fucking liquid IV. I'm like, that's right, Lacey. You, you gotta be responsible. So I wake up. I go out my bedroom door. I realize I forgot my glasses. I'm very fucking blind without my glasses. So I stumble back over to my side of the bed, get my glasses, come out to the kitchen. I, d- I did used to buy body armors and put them in the fridge mm-hmm. for the morning after. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna get my body armor. And I bend down to get my body armor out of the fridge and immediately regret it and i'm like oh it was one of those like stay back up real fast yeah i was like i'm gonna throw up 
So I go to my kitchen sink. I throw up. I'm like, Gucci, like Gucci. I threw up in the sink. It's fine. Take a couple swigs of my body armor. I'm like, I got to pee. Go to the bathroom. I fucking fell asleep on the toilet for God knows how long. I don't know fucking. I don't fucking know how long. I was asleep on the toilet, but well, I was, was asleep, asleep on, on the, the toilet. toilet. Um, I wake up, but I'm like, I'm in a different dimension. <laughs> I go to the bedroom. At this point, Caleb's awake. He's like, are you okay? And I was like, no. <laughs> I'm not okay. I was like, I was just in the bathroom for I don't know how long. I passed out on a toilet. <laughs> he's like, did you throw up? And I was like, yeah. So he goes to the bathroom and he looks and he's like, well, you cleaned it. Like you made it all on the toilet. I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> and he's like, where'd you throw up? I said, in the sink but i cleaned it up so it's fine <laughs> and he comes back like he comes out to the kitchen and he looks and i most definitely did not throw up i threw up in the kitchen sink adjacent i threw up all over my countertop <laughs> like all over my countertop so he cleaned it up never said anything to me about it i mean he told me that I, yeah. he came back there and he's like you threw up all over the counter um here's a bucket um and we didn't have any crackers so i brought you bread <laughs> I'm like these are some big ass crackers <laughs> so i'm eating bread i'm eating bread crisscross applesauce naked in my bed my hair is tied up because i'm a fucking throw up risk at this point yeah <laughs> i'm sitting there crying <laughs> eating handfuls of fucking bread i'm like i should have been you. i should have gone to church like a good girl i would be in this situation if i just go to church and i was like Shh, it's okay lay down i'm like i can't lay down i'll throw up if i lay down <laughs> he's like lay down and i'm like i gotta throw up so then i lay back down i didn't throw up again and i get up this is when mike still lived with us i get up because i hear him coming up the hallway mm-hmm. i'm like okay mike's awake let's go so i get out of my room i come out here mike is out here Bustin's also out here because I guess Bustin slept on my couch that night. Mm-hmm. That night, which Bustin I don't think came home with us, so I don't really know. Mike must have brought him here. I don't know, or he brought Mike. I don't know. Well, because I, my mom had to drop me off because my vehicle was here. Yeah, I come out to a living room full of fucking people, and Julie came out like she had just been struck by lightning. I, I remember felt like it, laughing my ass off at just her hair alone. And I am one of those people. Unfortunately for everyone else, I don't get hungover hardly ever, and I wake up annoyingly energetic. So it's like 11 a.m. at this point. Bustin was like in between the couch and the couch cushions because he had like fallen. Bustin never fails to crack me up when he wakes up somewhere. Mm-hmm. And Mike was just chilling because he had just woke up for the day. And then I'm just sitting there and Julie comes out looking like she just battled fucking something. Dude, literally. And I was like, you want to go get breakfast? And she's like, hell yeah. So we go to get breakfast. In my Buick fucking century. Hot car. Hot car. Hot girl car grandma car yeah i did i did i did i did um so we go to bob evans and we park we go inside we sit down you ordered chocolate milk. i ordered chocolate milk hung over as did fuck not drink any of it she was like, that was a bad idea but when i go to bob evans i always get the same thing i yeah. get a chalky milk and some sausage gravy and biscuits mm-hmm. so i was like i want chocolate milk and sausage gravy and biscuits and i'm sure the lady looked at me like mm, i don't think you need the chocolate milk <laughs> And I didn't. Every time I looked at it, I wanted to like, <laughs> and we go back out and my car is literally parked sideways in the parking spot. And she's like, I think you should drive home. And I'm like, I definitely agree. You are still drunk somehow. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. 
fault. It wasn't literally sideways, just so no, we're clear. It, it was, was just not parked the greatest. It was cattywampus. And she wasn't still drunk. It's just one of those times where, like, you just feel, like, weird. Like, you're not drunk anymore, but you just are, like, I think it was more exhaustion work. than anything. Yeah, because we just, like I said, we were fucking drinking everything. We were running around. We went and pissed, like, 84 times, and we had to go upstairs. I remember, I wish I could find the videos where I was filming in the mirror, like, telling people not to drink while you were literally pissing. Yeah. So you could see and hear you pissing. And I posted that to my Snapchat story. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure I asked you drunk, like, is this okay, Post? You're like, hell yeah. Yeah. I really gave no fucks. No. I still don't. Just um, in different ways now. We're just adults now. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Well, I pay we're taxes. more mature, I think, at least. I pay taxes. In some, in some facets, we're more mature. Yeah. And some were definitely not. We're still idiots, but like. Oh, yeah, for more, sure. More responsible. I know, but sometimes I do miss that. Yeah. But now, like, I don't miss it as much because I'm not envious of other people getting uh, to do it because the people around me are finally growing the fuck up. Yeah. And catching up to where, like, I am, mm-hmm. like, life wise. Yeah. And now it's just like, huh. See? Now you know why we didn't go out every weekend. I'm just not, like, alcohol isn't a huge thing for me anyway. No. Like, I've just never been a huge drinker. And so, for me, it's like, I don't understand. Like, I would rather do fun things with my friends and, like, have fun experiences than just, like, constantly drink. Well, like, for me, it was the fact that my parents never had alcohol around. No one drank. No one was allowed to drink. People who drank were bad. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I got fucking married at 18 and moved out, I was like, I'm getting fucked up. And I fucking did for like four or five years straight. I was like drunk all the time. Yeah. See, me, I was the exact opposite. That's why I'm not a big partier is because my parents were social and they let me drink at home as long as I was safe. So I didn't really party until I like started hanging out with Julie and that crew again. And I didn't ever get super crazy. Like, like I said, there was only a few nights where I actually got like fucked up. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, like, growing up in, like, in high school, I had the friends that were, like, the scholastic kids. Yeah, that was us. Like, we were together. We were, we were FFA kids. We didn't, I didn't Well, it wasn't even, like, the FFA kids. It was just, we were. No. We were just good kids. Like, yeah, we, we didn't getting, get in trouble. Yeah. We didn't party. Like, if our version of a party was playing hide, hide and seek in the dark at Girl, Lacey's house. I fucking love hide and seek still to this day. And, like, my husband's friends, they weren't. They were the kids that partied. And they were the kids that, like, Mm -hmm. did all the bad stuff. The kids that my mom would have never let me hang out with. And so when I finally got a little taste of what that was like, I was like, oh, my God, this is fucking great. You guys are the fucking coolest. Mm -hmm. You guys are the coolest fucking people I've ever met in my life. Let's get fucked up. Yeah. And we did all the time. All the time. Um, I used to get scheduled when I worked at a chain salon. I would get scheduled. We had to rotate weekends. And so... If I didn't close on a Saturday, that meant I opened on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, forever I opened with on a Sunday, which was usually Lou. Mm-hmm. Since I didn't have to close on Saturday, that meant I could go fucking party. Which doesn't make sense. It should be the other way around. It should be because I work late on Saturday, don't have to work early on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I went and party now. Um, so I would get off at like 2 on a Saturday. Go home, get ready, get all my alcohol together, go wherever we were partying, party. Sunday would roll around. I would have to be there at 8 o'clock. Conveniently for me, Subway also opens up at 8 o'clock. Because I worked in a, in a Walmart hair salon, if you can figure out what the fuck, which one that one is. Um, it was on the opposite end, and I would unlock the chains on the door. I would literally throw my shit. Per, <laughs> I didn't care. Throw my shit in there. 
close it, go down to the subway, be like, can I get a foot long turkey, American cheese, mayonnaise, make it snappy. <laughs> and they would be like, it's eight o'clock in the morning. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I need to soak up this alcohol. I got to sober up. And so Lou just knew I would go in, I would clock in, I would sit in the corner station. I would eat my foot long and my sun chips every fucking Sunday that I opened. <laughs> And I did not take a fucking haircut until at least 11 a.m. <laughs> you really had to acclimate. Because, like, was sober enough to function, not clear enough to cut her. God, that shit is so funny to me. And Lou still tells those stories, and she thinks they're fucking hilarious. She's like, yeah. she was eating a foot long at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, yeah, the is, fuck I would. It's so fucking funny. You would just be like, I need to go give mama needs a foot long stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it got to the point where they knew, like, every third Sunday or whatever, they'd be like, for long turkey i'm like yeah <laughs> because then i would go down and get one for lunch <laughs> two, two foot longs a day keeps julie that's two loaves of bread <laughs> yeah I'm, it is i'm sorry to put it in that way but that's <laughs> no it is it's two baggins a day <laughs> listen then back then was when we were working out all the time when i literally lost almost 45 pounds and that was all i was eating so i was jared without the child pedophilia <laughs> <laughs> and two bags of sun chips. <laughs> Dude, that was the only way to soak up all the liquor. <laughs> two baguettes, please. <laughs> Me lord. The best way to sober up. Could feed a poor family for a week. <laughs> Oh my god, I just love that bread is your answer. Like, we treat you like you're a fucking goose at a fucking pond. Just throw a couple pieces of bread at her. Listen, bread soaks up alcohol faster than anything. I remember, um, it was Caleb and I's first New Year's Eve as a married couple. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget this because I've never wanted to divorce him so bad in my (laughs) life. And we literally had only been married at that point for, what, four months? I don't know. Yes. November, October, like November, December, January, three months. Three, not even three it was two two months and i was like disillusion take this ring off so we have a party at his parents house because his parents were like your parents yeah they were the partiers well but they didn't let kids party at my house though they didn't let kids party at their house either oh okay no 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 if caleb's mom knew half the shit he was doing one time i'll never forget it it was after prom caleb had to provide the beer pong table his mom had a really nice folding table that she had just bought oh no he was like, Mom, can I use your folding table? And she's like, what for? Because Caleb's mom used to fucking be on him like white on fucking rice, buddy. When they used to have campouts in their backyard, at like the rightful age of 17, she would lock them in the backyard. <laughs> couldn't get out. <laughs> but they also couldn't get in the house. <laughs> so they had to stay in the backyard. <laughs> they had to stay in the backyard. And he was terrified. Terrified of her. So they would hop the fence and they'd push whoever's vehicle up onto 73 and push it down the road a little bit so they could start it. Oh my God. That person would go to Walmart because this is when Walmart was 24-7 and they'd get those cold ass fucking deli sandwiches that are pre-made. Oh my God. And bring them back and they would eat them in the backyard because they couldn't get inside to use the microwave. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking roughing it. Yeah. So like she didn't like, I feel like you had to have known because he was doing it all the time, but like she didn't know. Mm-hmm. so he was like can i use your table she's like what for he's like oh you know we're having like he told her we were having a post-prom potluck <laughs> shut 
the absolute. He's like, yeah, fuck. we're making. <laughs> oh. We're making like. You guys Spencer- were married though, so you were out of school. Mm-mm, no, this was like I'm oh, okay. just reiterating the fact that she didn't know he didn't party. Okay. This is when we were still in high school. Got it. She's like, we're having a post prom potluck. Honestly, like, that sounds like a banger. So and so's mom is making food because we did go to that person's house. Um, and we just need a table. When in reality, that was the beer pong table. So the next day, he took it back. Mm-hmm. Covered in beer. Didn't even wipe it down. Fucking idiot. And she's like, what's all over this, Caleb? So that was a whole big debacle. Anyway, so this is Caleb and I's first. New Year's, New Year's Eve. Eve is a married couple. Some of Caleb's friends are over there. Probably oh, three or four of them. Caleb's whole family's over there. Caleb's dad's over there. Caleb's dad. There's a story about Caleb's dad drunk. It's one of my favorite things. Caleb's dad got so drunk, he thought he was a commander in the army. <laughs> so he was walking. He didn't walk. He marched around and he would go like this and he would salute everybody on <laughs> But like so fucking aggressively and he would march and he would like yell like little army chants, like what they do when they march. He would just yell. That's, all he, that's how he communicated the whole fucking night. But he got a little, he got a little tipsy. I wasn't drinking. Like, I was drinking, but I wasn't drinking. Um, I got a little too fucked up from, the sh- like, the the get-go because we were playing... I was playing Battle Shots with Aunt Teresa. And I'm sitting there, and my husband and his brother can put down beer. Like, I've never seen anybody fucking put down beer. They're both two very large boys. Yeah. Can put the beer fucking down. Yeah. So... Caleb, <clears throat> I'm convinced, could have a 24-pack and still just, like... Yeah, function perfectly. Core math. Yeah. It's insane. Anyway. It's ridiculous. I don't know where he puts it all. I don't know either. But like, so they're stacking. They have a beer pyramid, like a camp pyramid. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. This was when two of Caleb's friends were extremely and overly obsessed with Chanel West Coast. Oh, God. And they thought that was when Snapchat was introducing like the subscription stories. Uh-huh. They didn't understand that. They thought they had her on Snapchat. Oh, God. So they would Snapchat her. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, like, I'm talking selfie angles of a 40 year old mom. Like, mm. still West Coast. I fucking love you. You know, all. Yeah, yeah. Eat my cookie. I'll eat your cookie, Chanel West Coast. Shit like that. So one of Caleb's friends comes up to me and he's like, Julie. Julie. I'm like, what? He's like, I can't find Mike. I know he's dead. What if he's dead? I've been calling him. He won't answer. What? Uh, have you seen him? I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'll go find him. Just chill out. So I look in the house. Cannot fucking find him. Mind you, Caleb's sweet, sweet grandma is sitting inside at the kitchen table playing cards. <laughs> with the rest of the family and the children who are sober. <laughs> and we're just in the garage. <laughs> Just drunk as shit. <laughs> and he's like, I can't find him. Joy, I can't find him. So I walk through the hall. I'm like, has anybody seen a tall ginger-headed boy? <laughs> I started putting missing poster signs up. And they're like, no, we haven't seen him. I was like, where the fuck did he get? I'm convinced at this point he's gotten out. <laughs> he's gotten he's out. He's gotten out, and I'm not going to have to go find him. I'm like, he got out of his enclosure. Right. So then um, the way Caleb's parents' house is set up, there's a garage the door that leads into the house there's a hallway and then caleb's parents room and then in caleb's parents room there's a bathroom well i looked and the door was like closed but the light was on I'm like okay he's shitting i knock on the door i'm like mike i don't hear anything and i'm like mike can't hear anything and i'm like i'm gonna open this door and if your dick is out i'm seeing it <laughs> open the door 
this dude is sitting head in his hands on his knees asleep pants are up toilet seats closed like he's just he just needed a place to take a nap <laughs> he just needed a minute. <laughs> because this was this was the era when you called people like it was funny to call people when you were fucked up no matter who it was no matter who you were you just called people to talk yeah. be like i'm fucked up are you fucked up yeah i'm That's fucked right. up thanks for calling me <laughs> so i'm like mike get up I'm fucking gone dude so i'm like i don't know what the fuck to do so i go and get ice cubes <laughs> obviously and i put him down the back of his shirt and he's like <clears throat> Ugh, like starts twitching like a like i don't know what honestly fish out of water so at that point caleb's parents had a little like not a twin bed but it was like somewhere between a toddler and a twin bed I, there's a name for it i can't remember what it is and it was in their room up against the wall because when the grandkids would sleep over one of them would sleep on that bed mm-hmm. i'm like well fuck i'm like mm, he probably weighs a buck 25 <laughs> So I fucking pick him up like the fucking She-Hulk by his belt. <laughs> like a toddler. And I throw him onto this bed. And I'm like, okay. Well, that's one accounted for. And I'm like, he, he's not going to move. And he won't. Because he used to be one of those people that was just, he was asleep till he'd wake up. Yeah. So then I go out to the garage to let the other friend know that. He's alive. He's alive and well. Well, I don't know if he's well. I actually don't even know if he's alive. But he's in the bed. He's in a bed and accounted for. And about this time, Caleb's brother comes through and knocks the beer pyramid down. And it, all the beer cans hit me in the fucking face. I'm like, that's it. We're going to fuck to bed. Which now I know and recognize has become a pattern for me when people are having a good time and I'm not. I make everybody go to bed. It could be 9 o'clock and you'll be like, everyone go to bed. <laughs> and they do. And it's like nap time at kindergarten. They like fucking do. just grabbing a Get your hot. Get your hot. So then I'm like, okay, we're going the fuck to bed. So... I take, I'll just say it, it's Lof. I'll take, I take Lof. Lof was the one that was worried about Mike. I take Lof. Mike, okay, you're going to go. We're all, all four of us are going to sleep in Caleb's room. <laughs> Caleb's childhood bedroom. Yeah. So it's me, Caleb, Busted, and Lof because Mike <laughs> is in Caleb's parents' room. I'm like, we're all going to, we're having a sleepover. Let's fucking go. So in Caleb's childhood room, there's a full-size bed, which does not fit. You've seen that room. It's so tiny. It barely fit in there. There was also a full-size recliner. (laughs) Um, So so I, we're trying to get Caleb in the house. We can't get Caleb in the house. Because the only other person big enough to like really haul his ass in there is his brother. And his brother's also fucked up. So his brother's trying to help. So I've got my husband, who's 6'4", his brother, who's (laughs) 5'10". And, and his dad, who's probably five six, I don't know. <laughs> trying to carry Caleb's. Where did Caleb come from? His grandpa was really tall, like a really stocky built. I don't know, but they're trying to carry Caleb in. Mind you, keep in mind, Grandma's in the kitchen. <laughs> so are all the small children, <laughs> and all the sober people. <laughs> and so, to get to Caleb's bedroom, you have to go through the kitchen. <laughs> And he's like, hey, grandma, I fucking love you, grandma. There's a video of it. His Aunt Tammy has it. It's one of the, f- I didn't think it was funny at the time, but oh, now, no. so funny. So he's like, hi, grandma. <laughs> and Caleb's mom used to have all this shit hung up in her hallway. Mm-hmm. No longer is there <laughs> because of this reason. So they're carrying Caleb down the hallway. That, that hallway is barely a one person wide hallway, yeah. but three motherfuckers. So they get down the hallway and he's like, I gotta pee. I gotta piss. I really gotta piss. 
So they take him to the bathroom. They hold him up while he pees. <laughs> and then he starts to fall. So he grabs the towel hooks that are attached to the wall, breaks all of them off. <laughs> all the fucking towel hooks. Just break them off. They're cast iron towel hooks. And he breaks them in half. So he's like, sorry, mom. I'm so sorry, mom. So then they get him to the bedroom. They literally throw him down. Yeah. I'm like, put him on his stomach, please. So if he pukes, he doesn't die. <laughs> so they throw him down. Literally, from his shin down, is hanging off the bed. But he's out. <laughs> out fucking cold. And then I look over, and Loth has made it into the chair. And he's like, I'm not going to throw up. Not a fucking bitch. Not gonna fuck. I'm not gonna fucking throw up. Not a fucking bitch. And I was like, never said you were. First of all, also didn't know throwing up made you a bitch. Guess what? Loft's a bitch. He did throw up. Um, and I get a call from the girl he's dating at the time, who he had told me several times, "I'm gonna marry that girl." I'm like, okay. He didn't. So she's like, hey, just so you know, like when he gets drunk, this is what he does. I was like, oh yeah, we're already ten steps ahead of you, sister. But thanks. So I get him a bucket. I get him a Gatorade. And I get him <laughs> some fucking bread. I'm like, eat this. Shut the fuck up. I'm having a panic. I've never had to take care of drunk people before. Never even really been around drunk people up until this point because I wasn't allowed to party with Caleb and his friends. Because my mom knew. My mom's not stupid. My mom's a school teacher. Yeah. She understands. So I'm like, what the fuck? I'm so stressed out. Somebody's going to choke on their vomit and die. Yeah. Bustin's like, it's okay, buddy. I'll stay up with you all night. <laughs> Bustin's physically in the closet at this point <laughs> not sexually just physically in the closet <laughs> because caleb's caleb's bedroom closet growing up had no doors on it yeah because they got broken yeah i'm supposed to just in the closet laying down and that's where we've left it because it's a party honestly because <laughs> he's like it's like a, he fit perfectly in there because he's only five foot five and so <laughs> so he's like uh, don't worry buddy i'll stay up with you all night and i'm like all right bet 10 minutes later he's fucking sawing logs lofts over here like i'm sorry i throw up joy <laughs> i'm like it's okay and then caleb's in the middle of the bed it's a full-size bed he's six four probably 275 pounds at that point like there was i didn't there was no room for me yeah i literally sat on the edge of the bed all night <laughs> and then about i don't know two hours later i hear and i'm like followed by like pounding on the wall and i'm like what the f that's nobody in my room that's none of my three all my three are accounted for so i'm like i'm gonna check it out i go out there and in the family room Kim's brother was laying on the couch that's where he passed out at mm -hmm. he threw up in the biggest radius i've ever seen anybody throw up <laughs> in my life <laughs> like literally if, if we're talking like pinpoint if let's put it in mileage it's probably 30 mile radius like he's thrown up and the pounding on the wall was him trying to wake his parents up to tell them that he was going to throw up so that they could come clean it up so i go out there and they're like i guess we'll get him a bucket i said there's no fucking reason to now he's there's nothing left <laughs> like there can't be anything left in there mind you it's new year's eve so we're eating new year's eve style foods yeah not good smell no literally it smelled in there for three weeks and they shampooed that carpet several times so at this point i go to check on mike because i was like is he still in your room and tracy's like yeah <laughs> and i'm like okay so i go in there he rolled off onto the floor <laughs> and like both shoulders were touching but in front of him <laughs> and his hands were underneath of him <laughs> and i was like he's good okay she like threw a blanket on him so he wouldn't get cold <laughs> 
So the next morning, Loff and Mike gotta go. They leave. Come to find out, Mike backed into Caleb's brother's van. And didn't tell anybody. (laughs) Caleb's brother went out and was like, hey, bro. Somebody got my fucking van last night. It was Mike. (laughs) It was Mike. Um, And then when Mike came back to see what had happened... This was when Mike and Loft were in, like, they were balling hard, you know, uh, balling. And they would literally go play basketball against 12-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were playing basketball against, like, people our age. Well, pickup game. Mike calls Caleb's like, bro, <laughs> Loft's tooth just fell out. <laughs> <laughs> so they come back to Caleb's parents. They <laughs> have to find it? No, it was a basketball game. Somebody came down, hit him in the face, and broke his fucking front tooth off. It's a good fucking time, bro. (laughs) It wasn't at the time. I really wish I could find that video. I wonder if Tammy still has it because it's really so funny. Because just kidding, I love you, Grandma. (laughs) You can't fucking understand what he's saying. And you're like, these are nice pictures on the wall, huh? Destroying shit. Oh my god, taking care of drunk people is sometimes it's not funny, fucking fun, but like it's always horrendous. It sobers <laughs> me up so fast. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought of Emily when the first thing you said, "You need to chew more." <laughs> yeah, the time Emily threw up, which was also New Year's Eve. Yeah, <laughs> we need to stop partying on New Year's Eve. Literally, my cousin Emily um got really fucked up. She drank a whole bottle of Huevos Cuervos. Her words, not mine. Yeah, and she, cause like she was doing Borgs before they were cool, but instead of making her Borg, she just literally would buy the. She whole, would buy the premix shit with all the fucking sugar in it. Yeah, so she had to throw up. She had Snapchatted me that day mm-hmm. and was like, "Hey, do you think I could drink a whole bottle of Jose Cuervo?" And in my mind, I'm like, "Like the tequila, probably." Yeah, and then she just shows up with a. She fucking, got the premix. <laughs> the whole thing. Like a fucking liter and a half. <laughs> probably two liters honestly it's the giant one yeah and so then like emily is was a elite gymnast her entire life so she's a muscular gal yeah okay so she's a solid there's no fat there to absorb anything no and she's a brick shit house so like she's sitting on my lap and i just know like i'm taking care of this fucking bitch the whole night now so like i i don't even know if i drank at all but she literally needs to go puke so i'm like holding her up and she throws up and I'm like oh my god it's on my shoe because it got a little bit on my shoe and then Julie just goes you need to chew more because there was almost a whole intact cocktail we need yeah. <laughs> Julie first thing Julie says you need Mind to you, we're in my garage it's not that big we're very confined there's a bunch of people the person standing directly in front of Emily is the one person in the friend group that can't even hear you talk about puke without throwing up. Yeah. So as soon as you go, oh my God, are you going to puke? He takes off out the back door about knocks everybody over. He's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And yeah. he really can't. Well, because I knew Emily was going to throw up, so I got her outside, but not far enough away. So we like, had to wait for somebody to open the garage door first. Yeah. So like she didn't, she luckily puked outside, but like people were still watching. Yeah. It was like when the cat's throwing up and everyone's just like, oh no. And I came, inside, I came inside and I got her hair tied. She's like, whose hair ties this? I was like, it's mine. Oh, thank you. Remember when she put my cellar water in her eye? Oh, my God. She's a <laughs> fucking idiot. We could have a whole Fuck. episode just about Emily. I know. Emily came over one night and she's like, hey, do you have contact solution? I was like, well, I wear contacts every day. So, yes, I do, in fact, have contact solution. Well, that's fair because I wear contacts every day, but I don't own contact solution because I have dailies. Okay, well. And I found out the hard way you should not use contact solution on a daily. Normal people 
I'm just kidding. So I was like, yes, I have contact lens solution. It's in there on the counter. She's gone for like 40 minutes. <laughs> so I'm just assuming she's taking a shit because she does that. Emily poops all the time. She is um, so regular. It's insane. So she comes back and she's like, <laughs> she looked like she had an allergic reaction right. or something. And I'm like, are you okay? She's, she's like, like, I don't think that's contact solution. I don't think that's contact solution. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, it has a blue cap on it. I say, like, that's my cellar water, you <laughs> fucking idiot. So then she tried to clean her contacts with my cellar water and then put them back in her eye and then put more my cellar water on the contacts while they were in her eye. It was horrible. She was squirting my cellar water. Yes. In her eye. So then luckily, um, Julian, <laughs> she we're like emily those you need to throw those contacts away she's like well how am i gonna see and julie goes what's your prescription and emily tells her and julie just goes that's close enough to me wear one of my glasses yeah so emily wore my glasses and that's the only thing i've ever given to emily to borrow that she's actually brought back yeah remember the night you were selling her like jewels yeah i'm selling her vapes <laughs> because i would buy vape i would buy vapes and i didn't like how they tasted and then emily was getting into vaping and i was like sick i was like do you want to buy this She's like, what's it taste like? I was like, you're drunk. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and she just been with me $16. And she goes, do you get these things stocked up? I'm like, no, I'm not dealing them. I just didn't like it. I took two puffs off of it and didn't like it. So I'm giving it to you. Like, I'm selling it to you. Yeah, she's an idiot. But God, I love her. She is a funny. That was the same night that we convinced her that she missed the ball drop. Because they play, like, they replay it like a half hour later for people in different time zones. And so she woke up and she's like, oh, my God, I missed it. Like, yeah, you did. And then she passed out again. She woke up again. She goes, oh, I didn't miss it. She was going through, like, a loop. It was, like, a fucking, what, Caddyshack. Where it was just over and over and over again. And I remember I was sober as hell. Yeah, she had a friend coming to pick her up. And Lacey's like, are you sure that she's going to come pick you up? She's like, she's responsible. She should pick me up. And I was like, all right, well, then I'm leaving you. Yeah, she fucking left me with her. <laughs> and I look over. I hear something. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And it's... <laughs> I guess fucking Emily fucking snoring. I got Snapchats of Emily just fucking snoring on Julie's couch. So fucking loud, While she was waiting on her friend to come pick her up. And I'm like, her friend gets here. I'm like, Emily, you gotta get up. (sighs) Sleeping. (laughs) Take a little snoozy snooze. I'm just gonna take a little snooze snooze right here. (laughs) She also sang Gabby Barrett at the top of her lungs. I hope. I'm a feeling sparky Just singing her little heart out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, your friend's here. And she goes, I'm sleeping. I'm like, I know. Get the <laughs> fuck off my couch. Because at this point, I'm only still out here to make sure you get in that car so that yeah. I can go to bed and know that nobody's going to die in my home tonight. Yeah. And she was like, I forget what her name, friend's name was. I was like, she's here. She and her husband are here. Like, you better go so he doesn't get upset because he had to come out of his way like 45 minutes to come pick your ass up. Yeah so she gets out there and i'm like she's all yours buddy and i literally lock the doors <laughs> she, she had one of those fucking party hats on <laughs> she went off the door <laughs> this fucking cardboard party hat. of cardboard fedora <laughs> yeah. i was like she's all yours <laughs> one time emily came to my house and she's a snack rabbit oh my god like That's i a- hide the good snacks when emily comes over and i've told her that i'm very honest with her about the fact that i hide the good snacks when she comes over emily is a snacker and then a shitter if you, she yeah. is in your house for more than 45 minutes she's, she's going gonna to snack and shit snack and she's going to shit yeah snack and shit always and she's like you have anything to eat and i'm like yeah so she comes inside she's like what about this watermelon i'm like that watermelon is four weeks old like three to four weeks old i bet like it's starting to ferment it lets liquor (laughs) and she's like 
Tastes great. <laughs> Ate the whole fucking bowl. <laughs> like, you're gonna die. <laughs> she does not give a fuck. But yeah, literally, every time Emily comes to my house, she grabs a snack before she, like, does anything. It's so funny. She's got a snack. Yeah. Bro. If there's I one wish... thing about Emily, she's gonna snack. You know what? I wish nothing but the best for her and her snacking. Yeah. Snack away, girl. I know. She's not gonna be a freaking... I don't think she's gonna be at Easter tomorrow. I'm pissed at her. She's in Detroit. Probably having a better time than you all. I know. That's why I'm pissed. <laughs> Because I know that they were, the hockey game was today, so I don't think they're going to make it home. Yeah, because they went, um, that's where Bert and everybody was at last night, and they had videos, Derek had a video mm-hmm. of them turning it back into an ice rink yeah, for the yeah, hockey yeah. team. Yeah, but it was just funny, because I was just like, because mom, that's the whole reason my mom wanted to go to Ernie's, because she wanted to see Emily, but then Emily wasn't at work, because obviously she took this weekend off to go with Leah to that game. And I was just like, Emily, what the hell? Because I forgot. That's why they can, um, that's why they go to Michigan so much is because Leah's dad lives there. So mm-hmm. they don't have to pay to stay. They can just stay with him. So don't blame them. But I was just like, are you, does that mean you're coming to Easter? Emily? What the fuck? Text her. I know. She said she was out of town this weekend. So I'm assuming that means. Probably tomorrow. Because I mean, I don't see i mean they i mean maybe they drove back today but, but they I, left on friday yeah well they left friday night oh because i texted because i facetimed her while they were driving in the evening so i don't know because she texted me for her appointment and i was like what about friday she's like can't do it. i'm out of town this weekend yeah so business yeah but yeah she literally i was like the fuck she's like i don't blame her She's gonna have a good time. Would I fucking love her. Would you want to spend so Easter with your family? I mean, I'm excited to do the Easter egg hunt. I got little, I got little uh, baskets that my little nieces can decorate with their own little stickers. Wow. Mm-hmm. Cool. My family's okay. <laughs> my parents are funny like it's sometimes it's so fun like last night was literally a fucking blast to like be with my parents because we were just joking about dumb shit and like living our best life but it's just so funny too in the grand scheme because i'm like i'm drinking with my fucking parents my parents other dog died the other weenie Mm -hmm. oh abby Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. r.i.p the weens Today, when I went to the vet, because I had to go pick up my son's medications, um, literally had the, this the reason why, because there's a wiener dog, um, very busy, because it's a Saturday, so I wasn't mm-hmm. upset, uh, and it was just crazy, because, like, literally, like, all kinds of dogs were in there, which, like, you get a variety, like, I'm not shocked, but it was funny, because literally, 150-pound Great Dane comes in, good boy, goodest of boy, he just wanted everybody to be his friend, mm-hmm. but he's very well-behaved, and then right behind him, literally a four pound little wiener dog like just a tiny tiny little thing she had said he was the runt and i could tell because he was just a little guy mm-hmm. just a little guy the big great dane poops bigger than that little guy mm-hmm. and i was just like and in the corner was a fucking yorkie with a complex mm-hmm. he just kept barking at everybody you know i think i have a theory as to why the little dogs are so yappy and shit like that mm-hmm. i think it's because people don't put the time in to train the little dogs because oh, they're 100%. not gonna do any damage oh 1000 percent. like the 150 pound great do... dane mm-hmm. you face off of it one and two exactly in fact a woman in pennsylvania i don't know or new york 
she her neighbor asked her to take care of her two great danes while they were out on a trip or something and she had seen these great danes every day like all the time and she went over there with her three-year-old to feed them and they literally mauled her to death in front of her kid two great danes that's insane yeah crazy just wild i no, i agree with you one thousand percent on that because i think that i think there's been like i've seen i know i've seen at least a couple tiktoks talking about how like little dogs get a bad rep because not only are they not trained properly because people are just like "Eh, it's a six pound dog what can i do but also they're usually given a complex or put in situations that are like those are the dogs you're more likely to dress up and you're Mm -hmm. more likely to put in a purse and blah 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 like that kind of shit so i definitely think that that's why little dogs because i've met little dog oh my god there was this little doggy i don't know what he was but he looked like a wiener dog and corgi mix but he was like all the golden cut he was so cute oh my god he was such a cute little butt i just wanted you know i have self-control though i don't know how but like i just try not to be because like i'm the type of bitch who if i can go pet your dog i'm gonna lay on the floor with the dog and tell it how beautiful it is um like i need to have the whole moment and but like that's the biggest problem because i've met little dogs like i've met chihuahuas and stuff that are very nice and very calm um also you have to think if you're that tiny you're probably going to be barking and probably going to be upset because you're like this thing all of these things could kill me you know when you're a big ass dog that's eye level to people you're like what's up bitch yeah caleb's aunt used to raise um applehead chihuahuas oh yeah which are the ones that literally have the bulging eyes yeah not a fan i'm not a big like i'm not a big fan of little dogs which sounds kind of funny but not because they're yappy just because i have always just been a fan of bigger breed dogs like my cocker spaniel is probably the smallest dog i would ever own by like choice of like what breed i would want um but i just yeah i think a lot of times little dogs are just put in those situations because they're seen as yappy purse dogs and the like people don't properly train them because again it's like what's it what what kind of damage because that little shit you're not gonna catch me with a crusty white dog no little crusty white dog little crusty Mm -hmm. white dog basically kicked us out of west virginia remember yeah (laughs) yeah he chased us right out of the street yeah um my parents had those two miniature they were miniature dogs yeah they were little 17 years almost Mm -hmm. they were yeah literally it started my dad has a friend um who used to breed them and in in our town you literally just if you're on a back road you stop if you see somebody you know coming you all just stop and talk her in the middle of the road mm-hmm. um in your vehicles it's fine and you don't move until somebody comes up behind you yeah so very common occurrence around here mm-hmm. um he'd stop to talk to him and he had a dog on his lap and he's like what's that and my dad had never seen a dog that small before <laughs> Because, like, up until this point, we were Australian Shepherd, Blue Healer people. Like, yeah. strictly. Yeah. Other than the random Jack Russell Terrier that we had that literally lived to be 22 years old. <laughs> so, um, I was like, what's that? He's like, it's a miniature dachshund. And it's for sale. A little black and tan miniature dachshund. Now, my dad, for whatever reason, wanted a miniature pincher. That was what he was dead set on, was getting a miniature pincher. Which, like... Interesting. On a farm. Yeah. Interesting. But honestly, like, a miniature dachshund, where's that fit? Yeah. So... He literally fucking comes home, no impulse control. <laughs> Buys this dog in the middle of the road. <laughs> comes home, he's like, I got this. Look what I got. And my mom's like, What is that? <laughs> so two weeks later, we got another one <laughs> because they do better in pairs. Yeah. And literally, my parent, my family is so emotionally like fucked up. <laughs> so our family red healer died 
four months ago yeah extremely old she honestly if it had been any longer i would have been like i will i'll let me take her to get put down yeah she can't see she can't hear she's literally you can watch her bump into shit like it yeah. was really it was getting sad yeah so she died and we all knew it was coming it was just yeah. a matter of time and like instead of like being like oh we're gonna be sad when she goes my family like you know haha funny joke about it because yeah. that's what you do and so my mom in our family group chat one day she's like oh zip died today and then the next message is like so what are we doing for dinner next sunday <laughs> i'm thinking this this and this and i was like excuse me yeah so anyway zip dies and i'm like that's not how you do that yeah anyway moving on so chapter two the wiener dogs had gotten really bad like they had really really bad urinary incontinence like they could not like literally could not and then if they didn't pee everywhere they would shit everywhere mm -hmm. and make sure they smeared it everywhere Ugh. And so my parents retrofitted an outdoor kennel and literally like it's the fucking Ritz for a small dog because it literally had a heated dog box. Mm -hmm. My dad installed a specialized carpet door that they could open Aww. so they wouldn't nothing like they wouldn't get any cold air if they didn't want any. And like he reinforced the whole thing because, you know, wiener dogs are little like raccoon come up, snatch it, whatever. Yeah. Like when they were puppies, we couldn't let them outside yeah. by themselves because hawks would literally swoop down at them. Yeah. So... They retrofit this kennel two weeks later i go over to my parents house and i'm like mom weenie looks like she's dead <laughs> and she's like oh yeah she'll go soon <laughs> what she's like yeah she's been on her side for a couple hours i'm pretty sure she's gonna go soon i was like put her down <laughs> and she's like if she's still kicking tomorrow i definitely yeah we're gonna take her we're gonna put her down i'm like okay well i never hear anything more about it so i'm like oh she must have been kicking because one time we thought she died my dad was ready to go bury her and he came back outside and she wasn't where he put her <laughs> so he thought something got her and really she was just at the other door trying to get in <laughs> because she had a seizure Aww, she would have seizures and back spasms yeah. so it looked like she was just dying yeah and she stopped but she didn't get up and he's like oh she's dead yeah so he's gonna bury her we were on vacation for that that was fun <laughs> and um so the next day i'm talking to my mom on the phone or two days two or three days later i'm talking to my mom on the phone She's like, why did I let Abby back in the house? Because the first thing she did was she pissed on my floor like three times. I'm like, why'd you let Abby in the house? She's like, oh, Weenie died. And I'm like, what the f <laughs> What the fuck? And she's like, oh, I didn't tell you? Like, no. So today, my mom and a friend of hers that she does all these like craft shows with rented a storefront in Washington Courthouse. Mm -hmm. And they did a little pop-up shop. Yeah. And I walk in. She's like, oh, Abby died. Just so you know. She's like, I haven't told your sister. Don't tell her. I don't want to ruin Easter. <laughs> and I'm like when was this she's like a couple days ago and i'm like you know if dad dies will you at least give me it like shoot me a text when it happens <laughs> she's like oh for sure <sighs> what the fuck i love it it's so funny but i mean it's fair it's fair just hey your childhood dog died yeah just so you know honestly when you needed to go because she literally looked like a taxidermied animal but she was still <laughs> she was still breathing like a bad taxidermy animal but was still breathing and shitting and yeah. yapping the fucking knot on my arm is massive dude yeah dude that's what happens when you fuck around with cows fuck around and find out Ugh. it hasn't bruised up super bad yet you have to really look at it to see where the bruise is but the literally you can feel right here is where her I one hoof went it. yeah it'll be probably really gnarly in the next day or two because it was like literally 
So for you, those who don't, you don't know because I haven't said it anywhere. Um, I am going to make a video though because I think it's a really great point of like even my friendly cows can fucking do damage. So I was moving Salem, Phoebe, and their two babies. And Salem honestly might be one that I consider selling when I downsize only because when I have to do things by myself, she gets extremely stressed when she is in confined spaces. Um, so like when we were doing vaccinations, she was a wild card and almost hurt me and my dad multiple times. And then today when we were loading them up, like I said, like she let me love on Sabrina, her baby, everything. But when you get her in a situation where she needed to go into the trailer so we could move them, she could just, she turns into a different cow. Mm -hmm. And so I was trying to move her and I wasn't even that close, but then she reared up and kicked her legs back and she got me right in like the, my forearm and it was the pain was so bad i just looked at dad because i could not move my arm yet and i looked at him and i was like it might be bro he's like it might be like we just kind of looked at each other but then they all went in the trailer so literally i just said fuck this arm and i literally grabbed so because i knew i had to just get him in there because like salem went in the trailer so i grabbed sabrina by her back end and like threw her in the trailer not aggressive and then i got tightened in the trailer and i had to move the gate and so I'm just sitting there and I still can't feel my arm and I cannot move my hand at all. And I'm like, fuck, if I broke my arm, I swear to God, like, I'm just mad at the inconvenience of this. And so I'm just sitting there like waiting and I like start like tingle, moving my fingers a little bit and I have no feeling, but I'm like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. And we get in the truck to take them up there. And I, cause I'm not mad. Like I was not mad at Salem at all. I understand why she did it. She was stressed out. It's not her fault. You know, it, shit like that can happen. I was just glad it wasn't my face. <laughs> and so then we're driving and I'm just sitting there with my arm right there and I already had a well I could see and it started raising up and then I'm like fuck and dad's like what well, I said adrenaline's kicking off so, or like adre adrenaline is wearing off so now it's really starting to fucking set in how bad this hurts and he was like oh yeah so I'm just sitting in there like fuck so it still really hurts you can yeah you can see it now it's probably going to ice it at that hoof little hoof print but yeah that's why i always tell people i'm like yeah my cows are super friendly but like cows can still do so much damage so like please be safe ow motherfucker it hurts an animal is still an animal mm -hmm. she's still 1600 pounds of fucking fury even a fucking 40 pound dog would do some damage to mm -hmm. or like calves i've had my shit rocked i got dragged by blue when she was 445 pounds got dragged by a 90 pound goat so mm -hmm. goats are yeah so just always be safe. Like be don't. Safe, that's why, I, and that's why I think it's so important for me to talk about it because people see my videos and they're like, "Oh, your cows are just so friendly." I'm like, "Mm-hmm," but you can fuck around and find out still. You yeah. can fuck around with the calmest animal and find out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Sometimes calm animals, animals are like people. They have their push. They have their breaking point. Mm -hmm. And sometimes calm animals are even worse because, like Snow, when I have feed, she's a little shit mm -hmm. because she's so friendly that she's like, "Come on, mom," and she like knocks me over. So we I used have, to have to... that problem with goats. Mm -hmm. They got to the point where we would have to like not love on the goats as much because mm -hmm. then they. I have to bop Snow on the nose, and if I tell people that without showing them, they'd probably be like that's abuse. And I'm like, I physically cannot hurt that cow. Her nose is just the most sensitive spot. So if I popper on it it's also a shock yeah it doesn't even hurt it's more shock value yeah. but it's either that me. or i die yeah. so and she still loves me so <laughs> fun fact yeah. but sometimes animal like especially i don't i don't know some animals just get too comfortable mm -hmm. and, and that they don't is, realize they're doing it mm -hmm. oh yeah 
And that's the thing is like, like I said, there's a few cows, um, Salem and Miss Frizzle are both two that I, I love them, but when they are confined, they are completely different beings. And so they might end up getting sold eventually because I just, when I start having to do more of this shit by myself, I cannot have that. Hmm. And like, especially the last time me and dad pinned them, it was very scary. There was a few times where like we could have really got hurt. And expect oh, my fucking forearm, bro. Hurts like a motherfucker. Yeah. Cows are strong. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally, like, it felt like my arm got thrown off. My grandparents moving cows is right when they switched over from dairy to beef cows. Mm-hmm. They were moving cows through, because when they would run cows, they would still run them through the milking parlor, because mm-hmm. it was basically, like, one big chute. Mm-hmm. And they would corral them, and a bull kicked his back legs up and knocked the whole corral over onto my grandma it's terrifying and it's milking like it's a dairy barn so it's concrete floors Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's terrifying that's why i always tell people like cows are still massive creatures that can do a lot of damage and it was funny because like i said because like it's just people being nice like i don't want to seem rude but like in the video i said like oh i hurt myself but i'm gonna talk about it later and some people you okay and i'm like clearly (laughs) yes i'm fucking here Yes, I'm okay. I just honestly, for the shock value, so people watch the video, I want to wait till the bruise is gnarly. Because I know in like two days it's going to be gnarly. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to get their attention. Like, this is how strong cows are. You know how much this felt good? It didn't. It fucking hurt. I thought, to the best of us. I thought my arm was broken, and dad did too. Like, dad was nervous. He was like, are you okay? And I was like, no. <laughs> and he's like, okay. I don't have insurance, so you gotta pay for this. Yeah, but honestly, I'm like, I don't have insurance. <laughs> I'm gonna need about $16,000, right? So. Uh, yeah, it was a fun day. Mm-hmm. And now it's just really sore, but I'll live. Yeah, I think you'll be fine. Oh, yeah, definitely. I just, it's sore. Unless it starts bruising red, then I would be concerned. Bruising red? Weird. Oh. Make sure you don't got like a blood clot or something in there. Don't, because I already was panicking about blood clots. Okay, well, keep it elevated. Do some arm circles. Okay. I'll be able to feel it and it'll be hot if it's a blood clot. I've already done that research. Not be able to necessarily feel the blood clot, but it'll be really hot and it'll have like, you know. So, that is the only thing that scares me. But I can't let that fear get me because then I'll like not, I'll throw up and not, I'll have a panic attack. So, LOL. Anyway, we can probably wrap it up here. Probably. But thanks guys for listening. Yeah. Literally went from our parting stages to me just getting my shit rocked by Salem. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening and hanging out with us for a little bit. We'll see you in the next pod. All right. Deuces. Peace out.